Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of In the Mood. I am your host, Mikkel Owens, and welcome. Um, gosh, it's really interesting starting off this first episode without really having a trailer, um, just because I'm sure folks are like, what? what is it in the hell that we're doing here? But um, really, today's episode um, finds its inspiration from a number of things, but I would say the first is, uh, it comes from a friend. I, um, I have a really good girlfriend of mine, and she and I are really good about exchanging messages, audio messages on uh, WhatsApp. Um, I can easily wake up in the morning and have at least six different messages, all seven to like 11 minutes each from her. And we're really good about just sharing aspects of our lives, especially because there are days where she and I are across the world from each other. And then there's other days where we're just across town. Um, and so I got a message from her today and, um, do you ever just hear a message and you can just hear the heaviness, you know? And I've known this friend for some time now. It's been almost four years and uh, I could just, I could hear it. And so I guess to kick off this episode, the mood that we will be sort of writing and waiting through today is a uh, loss. And, uh, Maybe more specifically, maybe being heavy with the with a loss of love. Um, this friend of mine, she and her ex broke up some time ago, but you know, really the residue is still there, and I could hear it in her voice today. Um, and you know, I can just tell from just how she was articulating her experiences. She was you know, she was heavy. Um, and, you know, in a lot of ways, it's it's hard because over voice message, you really want to be there for that person. But um, of course, being that it's through message, I, I had to find a way. And so part of me was thinking, gosh, you know, this, this could be the perfect time to, you know, send her a thoughtful message and then uh, maybe, maybe write a little poetry. And, uh, I think uh, I think that's what we're kicking off today. So uh, let's get started. Um, and you know, beyond I guess the personal, you know, in responding to this message to my friend, I I thought you know, it's, it's not just the personal these days, right? There's so much more that's bringing in this, this heaviness for us. Um, another friend that I spoke with today who, uh, you know, he and I have a fun, a funny and interesting relationship. Um, when we first met, it was in community college and, uh, you know, I was very left leaning, um, in my politics at the time. And he was very right leaning and we could not stand each other. I distinctly remember asking him to, uh, you know, sit down, get more comfortable and, you know, slip into something like a coma, you know, and, (laughs) 
you know, just uh, a lot of our communication and engagement with one another was very biting. Um, I think it made most people in the room very uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, that was us. And over time, uh, and thankfully, because of time and experiences, we both have become a lot more moderate, or at least I pretend to when I'm talking to him. But um, he and I have become just a lot more moderate in our views. So, you know, it makes, it makes uh, conversations a bit easier and we can catch up and talk to one another about the personal and trying to avoid the political, but naturally it happens, you know. So uh, today, um, today he and I hopped on the phone because it had been some time since we'd spoken. And uh, this friend of mine, he's currently in Texas going to grad school. And um, my job where I work, um, it's very much politically and civically centered. And um, it's also the primary aspect of my job is teaching, it's education. And so um, what's happening in Texas right now um, has been an incredible teaching moment um, for our civically engaged and, you know, sort of politically driven students. But also as just as an educator, it's, it's also heavy, you know, living through unprecedented times and trying to teach it in a really constructive and thoughtful manner is it's difficult, right? Um, and so in having this conversation with this friend, he and I naturally uh, made our way into politics. And, um, you know, we both hop on the phone and, you know, we ask how the other is doing. And almost at the same time, we're like, what a shit show. Like, what a shit show? Like, what is happening? And for the briefest moment, I thought he and I were on the same page. But in the end, it was the exact opposite in, in very much a heartbreaking manner, I think, for me. Um, we were just talking about what's happening in Texas. And when I mentioned the heartbeat bill that has been passed, um, and just for context for um, listeners today, if you are unaware, I encourage you to look it up. But as a brief overview, essentially the heartbeat bill is a bill that was recently passed um, in the Texas state legislature. And it essentially prevents women or those uh, who can't get pregnant, um, it prevents these individuals from getting an abortion after six weeks. Um, And what makes this especially trying is that most women and those who can't get pregnant um, do not know that uh, they are pregnant um, until they're about five or six weeks along. Um, So really this very fine and hard line, um, if you will, that's been drawn is is devastating because we all know what it means. We, We know that the state is drawing this line for these individuals and letting them know that this is where you know, your choice ends and where the states and societies begins. Um, And it does render so many of these individuals um, powerless. Um, But beyond this, it uh, also deputizes um, private citizens, um, you know, to essentially 
um, is snitch the right word here, <laughs> um, to essentially um, report um, individuals who are seeking abortions. And not only that, um, they can bring up lawsuits and not only against, but not against the individual who's seeking the abortion, but against individuals and organizations who are aiding and abetting, if you will, um, this individual's pursuit of an abortion. Um, some scholars think that this means that also it could extend beyond Texas state lines. Um, but all in all, this is to say that this is a terrifying time um, for women, femmes, and for those who can't get pregnant. And this is something I thought myself and this friend were going to agree on, you know, and, and talk about. But, you know, he very pointedly pointedly said that, uh, you know, he hasn't read up on it and he doesn't care to and it doesn't affect him. Um, and he, in general terms, doesn't think it's that bad. And um, this is all, right, being said by someone who hasn't read this bill, who doesn't care to read the bill, right, because it doesn't affect him at this time and it doesn't impact anyone that he would be possibly dating. And so he's removed himself from it entirely. Um, and I think that's when I started to feel my own heaviness, this loss, um, maybe a loss in faith, um, not necessarily a loss in love, but perhaps a loss in um, a more communal love thinking about how we can care about others and circumstances that they're going through and sort of little P policy and big P policy things that are impacting other people's lives, regardless of how it um, impacts our own. And that was, that was heartbreaking. I, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to speak uh, with him much longer. And so I, I hopped off the phone and so I've been sitting here sort of writing and scribbling some things out and thinking, what, where is, where's my mind today? What, what, a, what is it that I'm feeling exactly? And finally I, uh, I pinpointed it. I was like, ah, yes, this heaviness, this loss. And so, um, I, I encourage my listeners today, uh, to take a few minutes and to take this, this mood today for today's episode of loss, um, the heaviness, right, that's associated with that loss, and be it a loss um, of love or loss of faith or whatever it is, I encourage you to imagine what it is that you're losing in your mind and start writing. And it can really be anything, right? Um, it can be a quick verse or two. Um, I mean, if you want to make a haiku, right, that would be great. Um, if you just write more broadly in, uh, in prose, um, like yours truly, then, um, you know, feel free to do that. But yeah, I want you, I want you to take this time I, uh, 
I'm currently I'm currently looking at my own here and um, I think I'm gonna give myself the chance to write one more or maybe two more and then we're all gonna come back together and we're gonna chat a little bit um, I'll read a few of my own um, just kind of tell you what my sort of inspiration was in terms of maybe some writers and um, I would love for you to take the opportunity to do some writing as well. So we'll uh, take this break and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, and we are back from our break. Um, I hope you got the chance to really ruminate, if you will, and really think about what it is that you're feeling in this time, right? And also thinking about who really inspires you. You know, whenever I think about dealing with the heaviness of loss, um, I always think about my girl, Rupi Kaur. Um, I think it's pronounced Kaur. Is it Cower? I think it's Rupi Kaur. Um, uh, I got to make sure to look this kind of shit up before I hop on here and start recording. But um, I I love her. I have all her books. And um, she is really one of the re main reasons why um, I've really turned to writing, sort of prose writing and poetry-esque writing. Um, as an outlet, as a form of uh, my own artistic expression, um, just because she has found such an impactful and beautiful and minimalist way to really sift through the heaviness that we all experience in our lives, from our childhood to our adolescence to our young adulthood. Um, she really captures it all. And I... Uh, there are days where I feel like I really try to shape the words and uh, how I articulate them, you know, in the sort of style that she does. Um, although today that is not the case, so fair warning. Um, but uh, I think really what's so great about finding the writers that really speak to you, and I think Rupi said this in one of her books, is that you know, it's it's really quite the honor to be able to articulate what the heart can't on its own, right? Um, I think she does that so impactfully. So with that being said, I'm going to read a few of the pieces that I wrote during the break. There are some that I wrote earlier today, um, and I'm happy to share those just so folks don't think I put together, you know, these pieces that I've been working on for weeks and weeks at a time and then right and sort of pretending that uh this is off the cuff so I'll start with my very first one where'd you go you're missing and I can't find you running and I can't keep up where are you going no one is winning because we're both losing when we lose each other when we say goodbye and don't mean it I have so many questions and you don't have the answers and I can't figure out where we went wrong. All right, that was my first one. Um, I feel like 
that one was a bit more of a stream of consciousness sort of one. I really just, I think I had just gotten off the phone with my girlfriend and I just wanted to get those thoughts out of my head. Um, for those who are fairly familiar with mindfulness journaling, um, this is a great way to sort of uh, get out just all of the all the stringy bits, I like to call them, just kind of throw them out on paper because it's going to really help you flow and kind of get into your rhythm, right? Um, all right. Well, my second one, which is funny because it was right after the phone call uh, with my friend, the guy who lives in Texas. And again, uh, these are the stringy bits, but really this one is is a bit more of the style that I, I really tend to enjoy when I'm watching um, spoken word. Um, and I, I see people just use, they use a phrase to really hook, um, you know, the audience, of course, but really hook these like kind of core ideas that they're trying to illuminate throughout their poem. So here's, here's the one I wrote right after I got off the phone. Who cares? Who cares to listen? Who takes the care to open themselves up when others collapse inward? Who cares to find, who cares to find the solution to another's problem? Who would care to know that battles fought took longer because of the apathetic, indifferent people like you? Who finds caring a fault rather than a strength or virtue? Who is fatigued with care, but cares enough to carry onward. Again, those were really the stringy bits, if you will, but it's something I'm working on. I really enjoy, again, using a phrase or a question to sort of hook my ideas. Um, <laughs> you could probably tell I couldn't read my handwriting for a second, so I had to sort of reread a section, but um, actually I really like doing that sometimes. Um, so I, uh, I live in Tennessee and, um, I really enjoy going to different open mic nights and spoken word nights in the area, um, where I live. And so sometimes if I'm reading on stage and, you know, I really get caught up in the moment, right. And I can't really remember what line I was on. I'll just kind of repeat words and phrases until I find my spot again. I, um, for those who are more on the newer scale of things, I find it really helpful because it kind of helps hook you a bit. Um, I think it kind of adds that nice dramatic flair. And then it's something you can always write in later, right? But um, I think it's really helpful and it helps the audience sort of, you know, sit and kind of think on, um, you know, the sort the phrasing and and really the meaning behind the word or phrase until you find your spot again. All right, now my last one, my last one I think is is my personal favorite. I, I think this is the one I focused on a little bit more. Um, I, uh, I wrote the first half um, a bit earlier today after the two phone calls, but I think I finally got where I wanted to go. And so I wrote the second half during the break. So here it goes. Oh, heavy heart. I hear your trembles. I hear the burden you can't bear that you can't share because your other half is alone too. It aches too. 
from too much of the unresolved, from the closure that never called, from the residue of love that you miss, but turns you blue, I hear it. I hear you wanting the resolve, the adventure, the joy, and slate gray clarity and questions, question marks and shrugs for the unknown. But today, my dear, you are a heavy heart and all you must do is wade, wade through the deep murky waters of love lost and lessons to be gained. Wade, go softly and gently into that good night, but don't forget to return, my heavy heart, for you have much to do and much more to love. Now, if anyone caught that, I uh, a little bit towards the end there, um, going softly into, going softly and gently into that good night. I threw that in there just because that is one of my favorite poems, and it's just a wonderful embrace of sort of that that heavy stickiness that we encounter in life, but uh, we we're, we're never really quite sure what to do with it, right? I. Uh, yeah, I just, I really enjoy that one in terms of writing it, of course, not just reading it, but I really did enjoy writing that one because I felt that I was finally able to turn the heaviness around and make it less about me, if you will. And uh, I, I made it more of um, a love letter, a heavy, sticky love letter to a really good friend of mine who I know is hurting today. Um, and so I hope, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to reach out to her and check in, of course, but, um, and maybe I can share the poem too, but, um, I hope she's getting the positive vibes and energy that I'm sending to her today. Uh, for my other friend, well, we'll just wait and see what happens on that one, right? <laughs> but, um, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, again, welcome. Actually, let me finish that last thought. I would love to hear your thoughts on uh, today's podcast in terms of uh, what you thought of the mood or the theme. Um, otherwise, welcome. It was a pleasure to host this first episode of In the Mood podcast. Uh, today's theme, again, was loss, right? It was loss and the the heaviness sort of comes with that, right? Um whether it was loss of love or faith or anything else, uh, that's what we are really diving into today. Um, however, I would love to hear some of the poetry that you all wrote. So um, if that is the case, you know, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Um, otherwise, until next time, get in the mood and stay in the mood because that is truly where all art comes from. All right. See you guys later.